0: All right, it says I am live on YouTube here. So uh, this is very exciting. This is my first YouTube live broadcast. Um, I put on my Instagram that if we hit 250 subscribers on my YouTube channel, that we would do some sort of live stream. And I kind of just came up with the topic in the past couple days to a week to talk about how to sign your first client in your service business. Um, and this can be for various type of businesses. I myself am a uh, digital marketing agency, so that's kind of where I you know, have the knowledge of and everything, but these principles should apply for any type of service business. Um, but I also tend to focus a little bit more on online business as well, or things that have online elements. So this is gonna be the live stream. Um, and by now, I think we just hit 360 subscribers, so I'm a little late <laughs> on the, uh, you know, live stream part of things. But um, I'm going to see if, you know, anybody's going to answer questions in a little, or uh, I'm going to try and answer people's questions in a little bit uh, to see if they jump on. Now, I do have a smaller YouTube channel, you know, it's only 360 subscribers, so I don't know how many people are actually going to jump on anyway. But I will go ahead and just kind of do my thing until people start uh, watching. So, um, we're going over how to sign your, or how to basically just get your first, um, you know, client service based business client. <laughs> so the first thing you want to do is think about um, where, or actually, yeah, the very first thing you want to do is figure out what type of client you're going for. Because the a lot of people think that they're going for any type of person, no matter who wants to purchase from them. And that's just not correct. Um, you have to kind of have a targeted vision of who you want to be your client and then go for those type of people. So uh, for me, you know, I'm a digital marketing agency. So I am looking for business owners that uh, make more than $100,000 a year in revenue, usually. And then I have various industries that I go for, uh, usually service based businesses as well. Um, I can pretty much do anything from e-commerce to digital products to service businesses, the you know hospitality and medical industry, all these different things. But um, I usually focus on businesses that have the money to pay for advertising. If they're just not at that point yet, then I can't do business with them. They just can't afford the services. So. That's my target market is, is business owners that make more than a hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue, absolute minimum. Um, if it's less than that, then it's just not really going to be a good fit. So but for you, you need to figure out what your target market is. So. Maybe you're a gym, and I'll, I'll just make a bunch of examples. Maybe you're a gym, and you specialize in weight loss. You know what I mean? That's what you're going for. Um, as far as like you know, building muscle and stuff like that, maybe that's not your thing. You're going for weight loss because it's the new year. People have their New Year's resolutions. They want to, uh, you know, start losing weight after all the uh, weight they gained around the holidays. And you're gonna tell people in your advertisements and your whole brand of your business. Hey, we specialize in weight loss for this particular type of person. Like that's why you're you're figuring out who your target market is so you can speak directly to them. But let's say your target market is women from age 35 to 45 in your local area within maybe 25 miles of your business or something like that in your gym. Then Uh, You have a very niche market or a targeted market in that area, and you can directly just advertise to them on Facebook and Instagram, You know LinkedIn, YouTube, all these different platforms we have now. But that's the first step, is to figure out what your target market is from their location, their demographic, their interests, their behaviors, all the detailed targeting that you can apply on these social media platforms to advertise to them. You should know every detail of that. So first one. Yeah, just in a nutshell, is figure out what your target market is. And you want to get extremely specific. A lot of people call this a customer persona, um, where you can even break it down to like, you know, how many kids they have, like just everything. Every little detail about your target market, you should know. And that's going to allow you to market to them better. The next thing after that is now that you know uh, what your target market is. You need to figure out how to get to them uh, or where their attention is. So let's uh, use a different example. Let's say you're a restaurant. Um, a lot of restaurants usually use billboards. Like if maybe let's say they're on the side of uh, the freeway or something like that. When you're driving your car, you look up and you see the billboard for the restaurant, maybe like In-N-Out Burger or something um, for anybody that's in uh, on like the west coast of California. On the west coast of America you'll know in and out burger and they put up a lot of billboards that say at the next exit turn right and you'll get to um, in and out now they know that people who are driving on that particular freeway have probably been driving for a while they're getting kind of hungry and all of a sudden they look up and they see in and out and they make the decision to turn off on the next exit that is extremely smart because that's where their attention is at now in the modern age of 2018, and now it is 2019, it's everybody should know that everybody is on social media, and this includes Facebook, uh, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube. Um, Google search isn't really social media, but like online and digital is what I'm trying to say. That's where everybody's attention is at. Everybody's got their face in their smartphones, and they're always just you know checking stuff out or searching things or you know liking and commenting things on social media reviewing their friends posts and when you can have your ads in there it's the best place to put them because they're basically I actually thought about this the other day I was talking to someone and I explained um, that it's crazy how if you put up a billboard it doesn't necessarily mean that someone even has to look at it they could be driving and they don't even like it's not even in their uh, their what's the peripheral vision or like anything like it's just like out of sight On Instagram and Facebook and Google and all these things, uh, the people are basically forced to look at your ads. Now they can scroll past them, of course, but they're forced to at least look at it for a second. And if you can get their attention in that one to two seconds before they scroll past it, then you've basically got a good ad. But um, you need to figure out where their attention is at. For my, my type of clients, for a digital marketing agency, um, they are on LinkedIn. A lot of them are on LinkedIn because it's business owners. So I'm looking for business professionals, and I go on LinkedIn, and that's a good place to go ahead and find uh, my target market. And their attention is on there. They're business professionals. They're looking at news articles or updates about things in the business world. Uh, business owners also check their email a lot. So usually you can get like you know pretty good um, open rates on your emails, and then. Uh, Let's see, another place would be like Upwork or something because business professionals are looking to go ahead and hire on people to go ahead and do whatever services they would like. But like those are the places where I tend to look for clients. Um, You can also do like Google search and Yelp and things like that if you're a digital marketing agency as well. But um, let's go back to like the restaurant example, a lot of people in the area um, around that In-N-Out like food, so it's not like you have to be super targeted with uh, your Facebook ads or Instagram ads or anything, but you have to understand the people that are eating it in and out are like when they're there, they're posting it on social media. Like you see it all the time on Instagram stories and uh, Snapchat stories and people posting it on uh, Facebook and stuff like that. They're at the location and they're posting about your location on Facebook and all these social media platforms a lot, so if that's where their attention is at, you need to start having advertising there because that's what people are paying attention to. So to go over it again, the first one, find out what your target market is first. Like you have to do all these steps before you even think about signing a client. Find out um, what your target market is. The second one is what are they uh, paying attention to or find out where they are at so that you can communicate with them. Um, And then the next one is basically to craft a message or craft some sort of communication that would speak to them. So now that you know who you want to get to, you know where they're at, now you've actually got to communicate with them. So that's where you have to talk about what that client wants or needs to hear. So if we go back to the gym example, um, if someone is trying to lose weight, you should probably tell them how you know, you're going to help them lose weight and maybe even give them some testimonials and all that type of stuff. But you need to craft a short, concise Brand message almost of like who you help and why. Um, A lot of people in advertising and you know things like that like to know the mission behind the company or behind the person or the the person's purpose. Um, You know, you can't just be like helping a bunch of clients like just for money, you have to have like a bigger reason that uh, allows people to emotionally connect with you, right? So if you, you found that the people who need your stuff is 35 to 45 year old women within 25 miles of your gym, um, then you know that they're on Facebook and Instagram. That's, that's what they're paying attention to. The next thing is you craft a message. So in your ad or in your any communication, um, you need to say basically that you help 35 to 45 year old women lose weight after maybe an event or something like that. Like let's say, um, a thirty-five-year-old woman is, or a woman is having her like third kid or something like that, and she wants to get the baby weight off. Then you can go ahead and you know do a ad, particularly for that. But you need to craft a bunch of different messages, probably about like three to five, and test out which one works the best. So maybe you talk to the thirty-five-year-old woman about losing baby fat, and then maybe you talk to. Um, The women that's more closer to 45 about losing weight in a different way for a different purpose or whatever Uh, Whatever their lifestyle is you need to match that and make the ad relevant to them and contextual so they'll actually pay attention But your message should be extremely short Uh, It doesn't need to be like this super long thing and you don't need to talk about features and benefits and all that type of stuff You need to talk about results and outcomes so when you're telling someone about your your service um, no matter what service you're in they don't really care about the features and the benefits and stuff of t- until after they've made the purchase or when they're about to like sign on the dotted line and actually make the purchase. That's when they like to hear about, oh, I also get these features and benefits, that's great. They, people buy things because it's a value exchange, like what do they get? So you need to talk about the results and the outcomes of your services that you provide. And this doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what type of business, whether it's your chiropractor, dentist, lawyer, digital marketer, um, you know, car washing place, whatever. They need to know what they're gonna get in exchange for their money. And you can craft that into the message in a pretty good way. Um, I do have a video coming up soon about copywriting, so that section more has to do with copywriting, and you can watch that video um, when I think it comes out this Sunday. But um, it's basically the five best tips I can give for effective copywriting, I think I titled it. But, so, just to recap again, I'm gonna go back through each step each time. If, now that you know who your target market is, you know where their attention is at, you've crafted a message or some type of communication that's gonna resonate with them and help them emotionally connect with your brand and your business. Um, The next thing is actually to put that into practice. So now that you've kind of done the copywriting, you have the videos and uh, testimonials and all these things, uh, the platforms that you should definitely be using kind of goes back to step two of like where their attention is at, just double down on that. Um, And you need to do testing of you know maybe uh, Facebook works better than Instagram for your ads, or maybe YouTube works better than Facebook or whatever. Um, you need to go ahead and test out that message and revise it you know, over and over again. Um, but once you do that, you'll find that out of your five different ads or five different brand messages and things like that, you'll probably see like one to two of them are working better than the other three. So you want to remove the other three or whatever you got that's not working and double down on the stuff that is working. Uh, Online advertising, digital marketing always has to do with, um, you know, like just testing things or split testing, A B testing, whatever they want to call it nowadays, um, and just double down on what works and remove what's not. And you can see all that stuff in real time now because they have analytics reports and all these different platforms. But you also want to focus on only like one to two platforms because if you start advertising on all of them, then like you just, it's kind of too much. So I would mainly focus for, and this is for pretty much every business. Focus on Facebook and Instagram first if you're talking to consumers more. Um, If you're looking for, if it's more like a B2B business, um, maybe LinkedIn and Google search or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Kind of think about where the attention is at again and just double down on that and then you can expand on the other platforms later. So if you're B2B, you'd probably want to start with LinkedIn and uh, Google search ads and then you can branch out to Facebook once those first two work, and then you can even branch out to Instagram last if you wanted to, um, or YouTube, or you know whatever. It really depends on your business. But um, basically, that's the fourth step of making sure that you put it into practice and actually take action and implement the ad or implement your communication. It doesn't even technically have to be an advertisement. It could just be you know if you're cold emailing people, just make sure you have the correct message and then it's concise because people will not read a super long email with all the features and benefits you're talking about. It's basically um, acknowledge their problem um, and then talk about your uh, uh, solution. And then after that you can provide testimonials and have a call to action. That's basically what it is. You can go, like I said, more in depth in uh, the copywriting video I'm gonna have coming out soon. But that's definitely how you do that. Now. At that point, people should be scheduling times with you to book. You need to have some sort of scheduling thing or if they can call you right away and book a time, however you want to do that. Uh, I like to have a link where people can schedule a call with me because it's the easiest thing to do. They can do it on their own time, uh, figure out their schedule. It basically just gives them my availability right away just so that there's no back and forth. But you need to uh, basically put a funnel in place to where if they react to your advertisement or to your communication, what do you want them to do? Like, What's the call to action? So mine is to book a call with me and then on the phone call we discuss their problems and you know, anything that I can help them with and then I recommend a solution. I quote them a price and then they either go with it or they don't. But that's kind of like the little funnel I have. It's nothing complicated at all. I'd actually in the future probably want to do like a video sales letter funnel where that like the video kind of explains some more stuff or you know maybe answer some questions ahead of time before the call just so we don't have to waste time on that. But either they they call you or they email you, they fill out a contact form, they book a session, whatever it is. They need to have that's basically the fifth step of making sure that they confirm uh, the appointment or they they do a call to action. Um, now the sixth step after that would basically be. Um, when you actually get on the call with them, you need to, or, you know, if you, you, once you actually get in contact with the person that you want to sign as a client and you're actually on the phone with them or in a meeting with them or whatever, uh, by the way, never try to close any like deals as a service business, no matter what you are, chiropractor, dentist, anything like I said, over like email or something. Um, it just doesn't work. Like you always, (laughs) you always want to have someone come in and talk to you so you know that they're serious. Um, or call you so they know, you know, so you know that they're serious. Um, but yeah, once you get them on the phone and everything like that, you're basically repeating uh, step three, I believe, where I talked about um, your message and everything. So they responded to you because of the message that you put out and they felt that it was relevant to them. So you need to start asking more questions and less talking. Um, this is something that I see a lot of business owners struggle with uh, when they're in the service business. Is again, they just say a bunch of features, a bunch of benefits, and they just don't stop talking. And I used to have this problem too, where I wasn't listening to the client stuff. And it's like, you need to listen to what their problems are because you need to hear it from them. And then you can recommend a solution or even see if it's a good fit because maybe they responded to your ad or, or your communication. And then they get on the call and it turns out their problem is something completely different than what you thought. And then uh, it just turns out that they weren't the right fit for, you know, to be your client. And that's completely okay. But You need to have basically a formula or a structure for each meeting that you do. You don't just wing it. Like, it doesn't work. You need to basically, like, uh, I'll use a chiropractor for this example. So, let's say you did all that stuff. Someone's been having back pain. Like, I'll I'll go through the whole thing. Your target market is 30 to 40 year old males that have gotten in car accidents uh, and want their back fixed because they're having back pain. You figured out that they're on Facebook and Instagram. You're doing advertisements to them, and you're saying, "Hey, do you want to stop the back pain? Um, or you know, do you want to alleviate the back pain for like a pretty low cost or whatever?" Then the person's like, "Of course!" And then they go to your website and they click on you know, book a call with you or book an appointment with you or a session. And then they come in and they finally you know are there and saying, "Okay, I want to do a uh, back ch- a chiropractic session for you know, fifty dollars or whatever you charge." And then at that point, the person might not even be fully sold on it. You're basically just telling them, "Hey, so for fifty dollars, you're going to get this. Uh, I recommend that you follow up every week and get, you know, a, a back adjustment and all that type of stuff. And it's going to be fifty dollars every time if you book. T- and then this is where you go into the upsell section, where it's like, it's, you know, uh, it's ten or fifty dollars a session with me. If you book ten sessions ahead of time, then it's only forty dollars a session." And now, before the person has even like, made the first purchase, you're kind of already getting them to think about other stuff. Um, but that only comes after you hear what their problems are. So if that person comes in and says, you know, I, I think this is going to be a long-term thing where you know I got in a pretty bad car accident, I'm probably going to need regular, continuous uh, adjustments for my back and stuff like that. Then you start to think, okay, this is going to be a long-term thing then I should tell them about the 10 sessions for $40 as opposed to five session or uh, each session for $50. You know what I mean? Like you kind of work out a plan for them or a recommendation or a solution. And then when you provide that solution to them, that's where it's kind of out of your control where then they have to decide if they want to go forward with it or not. But try and get the first um, session or the first thing done first before you start upselling. So make sure they actually want adjustments at all and then if they say yeah i'm good with that first 50 dollars adjustment then you can move into cool i also heard that you uh think this is going to be a long-term thing where you know you've gotten a pretty bad car accident and um you know you're going to need like uh, long-term adjustments on like a weekly basis so why don't i just go ahead and do this deal for you where you know, 10 sessions for 40 bucks instead of each session for 50. How does that sound to you? And then they'd say, oh, that sounds great. Like, you know, and then they, and then now you've sold them to a higher price package. But this is like the upsells and stuff is where you get the majority of um, the revenue because you know, maybe $50 a session is kind of low for you. So when you upsell them to the bigger package, then you can basically make back your ad costs that it took them to come in. Um, So this is a lot of different stuff. If you don't have money to do advertising, by the way, this all works the same, except you just take out the advertising. So if you can communicate with people through cold call, email, uh, tech, uh, probably wouldn't do text messages (laughs) because there's like spam laws for that. Um, Through LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, direct message, Facebook message, like all, you know, there's a million different ways you can contact people and not have to spend money on ads. But the the process is very similar um, for the first, like five steps or so. But then when you get to that final step, um, that's where things can go different ways where maybe they'll only buy that first thing, maybe like the $50 you know, session, and then um, you know, maybe it takes them a while to actually get comfortable or trust your brand enough to do more business with you. So that's another thing is you need to upsell them, right, on various things that you think they actually need. Don't upsell people on stuff that they don't need that's just not of integrity, that's not cool. Um, so that's like step six, I believe. And step seven uh, is, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'd probably say there's a total of eight steps. So step seven would be now that you've gotten their commitment and their interest to actually move forward, you actually have to do the sale or like you know actually like uh, get their money and then you can sign the agreement or whatever it is. And this step is very important. You have to be very um, detailed with how you do it. So if you're a business that does things on contracts, which a lot of service businesses are, or you have some sort of agreement that you sign. Uh, Even chiropractors have agreements, like a waiver and things like that. You go through it with them. Don't just give it to them and then just expect them to kind of figure it out. Go through it with them so they actually feel comfortable with what's going on. So if you have an agreement for a digital marketing agency, You can basically explain, hey, so this is the section where the services are, here's the section with the payment, here's the section with the terms and all that type of stuff, and explain it to them along the way, um, just so they feel comfortable. And the same thing should go for dentists and lawyers and all these things. Explain the agreement or explain the terms of service to them um, before they pay and all that type of stuff so they feel comfortable and they know exactly what's going on. Um, you can do this very easily by just going through your agreement step by step and telling them what each bullet point is, or whatever. Um, and that would basically be step seven of it, you know collect their money either through PayPal or Square or Stripe or QuickBooks. There's a million different things for that as well. Um, I won't tell you really which is the best. Like. I mean, for your business, like my business, I like uh, QuickBooks for billing, um, but other people like to do it through PayPal or whatever. But you collect their money and then you sign the agreement or you basically get an agreement on the terms of service. If you're not a service business that has an agreement, uh, you probably should be. (laughs) Uh, You probably should have like terms or something set out. But let's say you're like a lawn mowing business and you just don't really feel the need for an agreement, have some sort of written something. So like it's understood like, hey, I'm gonna mow the lawn twice a week. For three months, and then we'll go from there. Like you usually want to have some sort of agreement, just so that there's no miscommunication on either side, and it's very clear uh, what's going on. And then the eighth step is after they've paid, after they've uh, signed the agreement, you need to deliver results. First of all, it's like probably the number one thing is deliver on your promises, and you know actually get them results or the results and outcomes that they were promised at the beginning, or you know at least like. You know the estimate or the range of results that you gave them um give them that so deliver the results and then also after everything is done after you sign them as a client you need to make them feel good about their decision so there's a you know a lot of people are skeptical nowadays of a lot of different things because the amount of noise on the internet and the amount of scams and all this type of stuff so after someone becomes your client signs on to your service business and pays you you need to Basically, make them feel as comfortable and you know be as trustworthy as possible, um, which you should be already. Because a lot of people will maybe get skeptical or kind of have virus remorse or whatever. So you need to basically comfort them and say, "Hey, um, it, you made a like. Let's go back to the chiropractor example. You made a really great decision getting the ten uh, sessions for forty dollars each session. You should you know expect probably a ten percent improvement um, in your." Uh, in Your back health and all that type of stuff. So we're going to be able to help you along the way, and you should come in at this time. Um, and then the billing's going to be the same the entire time. There's no changes. There's no hidden fees or anything like that. It's very clear. And then the agreement that you signed, we'll have that on file, and uh, we can look to that at any time. And then just make sure that we, when we do the adjustments, um, that you have an emergency contact in, in case something goes wrong. You know, basically give them all the details and calm them down at the end because some people will kind of you know, get buyers remorse and just for whatever, like there's no logic behind it. It's kind of just like, Oh man, did I make the wrong decision? Should I have purchased from someone else or whatever? Comfort them and say, you made a good decision. It's okay. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, this is the reason why you can do that by the way is because you're doing business, uh, with integrity. Like that's like the number one thing. But once you do that and you comfort them for making the purchase, then they actually feel okay and they know that you're not just going to take their money and just run and like, you know, just be basically a scam. Don't do that. So. Um, that's basically the eight steps that I kind of just came up with on the fly uh, for this live stream, uh, to sign your first service based, uh, business client. Um, and yeah, so it looks like we had two viewers here. I don't know how like the, uh, let's see how like the chat and everything works. Uh, let me see here. So if I, what happens if I go, I click on this and see myself. Is that how this works? Oh yeah, I can look at that. And then, yeah, it doesn't look like anybody was active in the chat. Oh, aha! So Sajan, looks like, um, was in the comments, he said, hello, you are correct. Uh, sure, like, sure, we'll be waiting for the Sunday video. I'm guessing he's talking about the copywriting video that I'm gonna come out with that explains how to, um, you know, correctly make your brand message and everything like that, very important. And uh, yeah, so. That in a nutshell was the how to sign your first client for your service-based business live stream. I know I rambled on for a super long time. Um, I don't know if I'm going to keep this video up after. I might delete it or I might keep it up. I don't know, depends on how useful uh, or valuable everybody thinks it was. But I appreciate you watching. Thanks for uh, getting in the live stream and you know being active and everything like that. I probably want to do more live streams in the future because they're they're pretty cool to do and I like uh, you know interacting with anybody that's in the in the chat and stuff. So yeah, I appreciate you watching. Go ahead and like and uh, comment your thoughts and everything got like down below what your favorite part of the video was and your feedback. And then subscribe to my channel as well because I upload new videos every week about entrepreneurship, marketing, and personal development. And then uh, click the notification bell too to get updated with all of the you know, new content that I put out um, just because the YouTube subscription box, not everybody is always checking that. So sometimes you have to do the notifications just to basically get the video uh, texted to you right away in a way. Uh, on your phone right when I upload a new one, just so you can get the most amount of value out of it and not forget to watch every video that I produce. So, again, my name is Eric. I appreciate you jumping on the broadcast. If you're watching the replay, I appreciate you as well. And then uh, just share this video with a friend as well. So if if you are starting a service-based business, go ahead and watch the entire thing. Again, I ramble a little bit, but um, watch that entire thing to figure out how you can sign your first client in your service business. And then also share this with someone who also either has a service business or wants to start a service business soon just so they can get the uh, information and value out of it as well. So thanks everyone for watching and I will see you next time.